What up, nerds? TJ and Scott here with the Raising Nerds podcast, talking about our favorite nerd topics and how raising little nerds of our own is better than having your own pet rancor. How you doing today, Scott? Fantastic. Well, Star Wars is having fun. Yes, they are. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, this episode actually has a lot of debate online. Does it? It does. Hmm. It's kind of weird. Um, I think it's a stupid debate, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure I know what it is now. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what it is. Uh, whether or not this rancor we're about to talk about is the rancor that we know and not so much love. Yeah. Uh, sure. Sure. I, I don't care. <laughs> maybe it is, maybe it isn't. The point is, it was in Luke's way. It died. Oh, that <laughs> Which I, was watching, that I was watching a behind the scenes of episode six uh-huh. earlier. And uh, Mark Hamill was talking about it. I was like, the Rancor and the fall was fine. And what I had to do is I had to dodge the Gamorrean guard that was falling on top of oh. me. <laughs> like, so when we're filming, like, I had to oh, fall right. and then get out of the way because that thing was coming down on top of me. Yeah, and that guy can't really control because no. he's in a giant fat exactly. pink suit. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, oh, gosh. I never thought of that. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense to me. That's, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh... So do you know anybody else that's watching Bad Batch? Uh, my brother is. Mm-hmm. My younger brother. Right. That's it. That's all I know. Yeah. Other um, people are like, can't get into it. I'm like, all right, whatever. <sighs> I can, so I don't care. I can too. Even the episodes that I am i haven't been super keen on, it's like, I'm sure they'll come back later. Yep. Because then I go back and watch Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And every episode has something cool in it. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't know it at the time. <laughs> Speaking of Clone Wars, mm-hmm. I uh, des- decided to watch the two D version the... all the way through. Yeah, I'm. I did the first. I've done the first episode, which is like the first half. They just threw them all together. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I just finished the first episode. Yeah. Today. And it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Dialogue's not very strong, and so they just. Honestly, I tried to listen to it. It's you can't. There's no. very little dialogue very at little all. Very little dialogue and a lot of blasting and like uh, watching it. It's like the uh, the cruiser just opens up and I mean it's thousands of gunships come out. Like it's oh, just yeah. like an insane amount. That is probably my favorite part about it. My favorite part <laughs> is how epic they are when they take their cloaks off. Like, no yeah, one subtly takes their cloak off. Yeah, there's no drop it, is, it dead to the ground. No, it's, it's like, like, take a pose. <laughs> the one I saw today that was the best was Anakin and Asajj, who, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if I heard correctly, she doesn't have a name in this series. That is they don't actually give correct, her a name. as far as but I know. But they're, about to, they're in a standoff. The they have their lightsabers ignited with their cloaks. And then they run towards each other and lose the cloaks. And I'm like, with the lightsaber on, you, you lost the cloak? All right. And then while they're fighting, they, like, force blast each other's outer clothes off. Yeah. I was like, it's freaking insane. what the heck is going on in here? <laughs> that, so funny, that's though. so, so great. It's awesome. I was like, this is, this is Clone Wars. Okay. Yep. Uh, just recently, I was doing research for uh, an underwater TIE fighter. Yes. Build. It's actually right there. Um, I showed it to you last time. Week? Yeah. Yeah. And in the research, I had rediscovered the 2D animation, the manta rays. Uh, the manta ray droid fighters, underwater droid fighters. So that came up a little bit. And nice. It's, it's fun. But yeah, 
the 2D animation has a lot to offer. I like how they did. St- they've done things that uh, I wish they other things have done. For example, mm-hmm. uh, Kit Fisto's lightsaber underwater, like it's got a little bubble around it. Like yes, yeah. and when Anakin and Asajj are fighting in the rain, it sizzles. Like I wanted yes. that when uh, Ray and Kylo Ren were fighting on the Death Star. You, the you wanted some steam. Coming I wanted off to of see them. the steam coming yeah, off because the water hot. hits it. I'm like that would make sense, but I didn't get it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Again, doing research for the water uh, stuff. Uh, Anakin and Ahsoka underwater, Kit Fisto um, on Moncala, uh-huh. and their lightsabers ignite and they're just normal. And I'm like, okay, well, I can see visually why you'd do that. Like as a director. I wouldn't want to have suddenly like turned on a boiler and barely be able to see the lightsabers, right? That's true, but... Because <laughs> it's be all cool, suddenly cool. turning it into steam everywhere. And, but at the same time, they would be cool. Or maybe they can't use their lightsabers because it's underwater. Yeah. Like that would be an interesting restriction. That I, would I, I would be fine with just it boiling just around the lightsaber. Like Kit Fistus does in the 2D. Yeah. Like it's just just around the lightsaber that it's, you know, looks like it's boiling, but that's it. Yeah. I'd be so I cool. I could do that. That's, yeah. They really needed to do that, but they didn't. Such is life. Yeah. But what they did do is make a pretty good episode of The Bad Batch. <laughs> yes, they did. So this episode is called Rampage, and honestly, I don't, I didn't ever feel like there was a rampage. Yeah, like it was kind of a misleading title, personally. Um, yeah, like even when they release, even when the Rancor gets out, and we'll explain why later. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't go on this epic destruction crazy, spree that I was. Like, one, yeah, they sold me a bill of goods, and they didn't fulfill it <laughs> yeah ah, oh well. yeah creatures from a quiet place too were better <laughs> rampage <laughs> rampaging yeah yeah wait you saw a quiet place too i did oh <gasps> was it awesome it is so good oh my gosh it is it, it is so good was it as was it as heart-wrenching as the first one yes dang it yes I don't want that except that's the only reason why i told the demon that she shouldn't watch it is because of that First it's, scene, because that first sequence. So, okay, here, here's the thing. All right. It is it is heart-wrenching, but for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Let, uh, let me just say, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'll give you two things here. One, I thought stepping on a nail was bad. Yeah. And they dialed it up. Oh, my gosh. So there is something worse than stepping on a nail. And two, <laughs> I thought that... Uh, Seeing the baby be put in the box was uh, it was hard. also horrible. They upped that. Oh no! That was, it, the baby, oh my gosh. the baby in the movie in part two was the hardest thing for me to watch. Yeah, yeah. There were points where I was like, I leaned over to Ted and I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can take this. If this <laughs> continues down this path, I, I'm gonna have serious like I can't. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. <laughs> Because of the way it was headed, and it's just like, oh man, oh. So that's what—that's the heart-wrenching stuff. Because it was all about this baby, and there's all this this stuff with the baby. It's but such. It was such a good show. It, I'm gonna have to watch it with Lydia. The man, second it one hurts me. The second one was so good. I I loved it. It hurt. The, those shows hurt. They do. They do. They hurt. I was talking about that with of uh, the anguish that yeah. it puts you through. When we left the second one, I talked about. It. I was like, yeah. TJ and I, when we watched the first one, we, you know, it was scary, 
for most of the movie, but uh, you really could get past the beginning. Like the whole movie, no. you're trying to cope with what happened in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the movie, okay, it's scary, but they wouldn't kill more, would they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they did a little. There's like the first ten minutes is day one, so you get to see a little bit. Yeah, more which we saw in the previews. And yeah, so you get to see a little bit more, and you get to see. Uh, John Krasinski, yeah. which is cool. I always like seeing him. So I've always kind of liked him. Yeah, this person. He uh, he did that. Some good news. Yeah. So during funny. the during the pandemic, that was so great. It was. I absolutely loved that. I and then I, some big company bought it, and they didn't do anything with yeah. it. Yeah, it's like, well, yeah, it's because. He screwed it up. Yeah, it was just his little thing, which was cool. Yeah, it was so much better when it was just him. Yep. But anyway, I recommend it. Yeah. If you liked the first one, the second one is good. I liked the first one. I never wanted to watch it again. <laughs> then watch this one once to see it. Yeah, it's just... It, oh, gosh. me. Oh, it's oh, good. Man. It's good. All right, You all gotta right. watch it. Okay. I, I know I will eventually. It's just getting up the courage to deal with those emotions right <laughs> yeah yes the nail yeah oh not even um oh, yeah i think i gotta watch the first one with ladima which i'm not looking forward to i <laughs> but yeah. uh then we'll we'll get into that one. Oh. teddy enjoyed it so if that's any yeah consolation you know yeah teddy liked we'll, it. we'll watch it it's just so bad oh it's so hard it's so hard yeah Especially because at the time, one of my kids was not only of the age of the first boy, Bo, but it was he also has the same personality, Jared, where he just doesn't think things through. And at the time, he was right there. Oh yeah. And so that just, like, reached right into my chest uh-huh. and like ripped my heart out, and then let me watch as they crushed it in their hands. And yep. then I still didn't die. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So. Do you see a little bit of Bo? In, in the beginning, uh, yeah. In the beginning. I would imagine so. Gosh, that sucks, dude. Yeah. That sucks so bad. It's Oh, it's good. It's uh, hard. It's hard, but it's good. He's so good at that, dude. Yeah. John oh, Kaczynski, yeah. he is so it was good awesome. at manipulating your emotions. Because he knows what would push your buttons. Mm-hmm. Like, you look at The Walking Dead and all these other things where they, they rely on the gore yeah. to, to shock you. But nothing comes close to a quiet place. Yeah. Like, and it was so crazy that it was PG-13, and I didn't even realize until I got home, we were talking about it, and we're like, there was no swearing in that movie. No. Not one swear word. And I'm like, Isn't that crazy? holy cow! Like, see, Hollywood, you can make a really good movie without throwing crap in it. Yeah. <laughs> without throwing bedroom scenes, without throwing gore in it, and without cursing. That movie was amazing, and you guys, yeah. you guys are ruining everything. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me back of uh, Galaxy Quest. They had tons of swearing in that movie. Yeah. And then, according to the documentary I watched, Shrek came out and did gangbusters. Everybody, yeah. you know, everybody went and saw it, uh-huh. and they went back and said, "Oh gosh, we, we got to cut this down. We got to cut it down to a PG rating. Uh-huh. Cut all the swearing out." And when they did that, they actually stepped back and went. This is actually better. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. It was yeah, it ridiculously was. better. Uh, it's... Uh, Hollywood, this, you, you, you're so far behind the times. Yeah. I mean, all the movements and stuff that they've been going through, it's like, look, the rest of the world figured this out decades ago, and you guys are just way behind on the yeah. update. This one has a little bit more dialogue, and so they're... 
There are a few swear words there. You know, considered oh, really? maybe the low end swear words, and they're always under the breath, so they're kind of hard okay. to pick out. From what yeah. I remember, to be honest, I walked out going, "There were no swear words there," oh, so yeah. I didn't notice them. Well, we're a little desensitized as well. Yeah, but other yeah. people were like, "Yeah, there were a few that they said under their breath." I'm like, "Oh, oh dang me." <laughs> it's like you mean like I do, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't swear, but you know. <laughs> yeah and i mean it, it's i you know i don't want to Dink justify Kirk. swear words but i'm like when there's a giant monster that can hear you i mean this i'm like okay i'd say that too you know yeah well you it can exactly and it's really yeah it's it's yeah it, it's funny because they do the same thing where they transition between the girl who's deaf and other yes. people and when it's her it's dead silence yeah so it was interesting that to was watch really the theater well as it switches to her we all just stop talking oh yeah everybody and then when it goes back you know people you kind of hear whispering like ruffling stuff. people moving around sure. shifting in their seats but when, it but goes when it's quiet, her boom like it's, nothing. it's dead still yeah <laughs> and that's very very good directing and very yes very good technique from John Krasinski he's it's shocking like I've always known him as Jim from The Office like most people yep and then he did that and then I saw one episode of Jack Ryan oh edited. yeah oh my gosh I want to see the rest oh, like yeah. I need to I need to get I that I saw the angel. trailer to that and yeah, it looked good it looks really first episode was amazing oh. <laughs> there were a lot of bleeped out words oh okay <laughs> well you know cause Fair they enough. again they think they got a curse all the time that's what Jerks. people want. He makes a very good serious actor, actually. Does After he? playing Jim from The Office, you wouldn't think so, but he does huh. a really good job. All right. And I guess, well, Jim, he was a serious guy. He did the pranks and stuff, but he didn't, you know, he still had a life he was trying to lead. Anyway. True. Should we talk about Star Wars? I mean, you know, we're uh, 15 minutes in, so maybe we should <laughs> oh, mention gosh. something about it. We should talk about Star Wars a little bit. Um, so this episode, actually not totally short, but... Also not much longer than the last one. <laughs> yeah. So, our two, we're still going down. Yeah, we're plateauing. Yeah. Which is no good. Yeah. They're settling into that 22-minute uh, broadcast TV episode time length, which I think... Yeah. I think that's just Dave Filoni getting comfortable with that. Yep. You know, he's in his new position, so... Yeah. He's gonna... Lucky just... guy. Um, so we come in on the Bad Batch in hyperspace, and they are traveling somewhere. <laughs> we don't... I don't think they say in the beginning. But they did. Did they? Yeah, I think so. Oh. All right, let's see if we can find out where they're traveling. Well, anyway, they're traveling somewhere, and in the meantime, they rig up a communicator for Omega. Mm-hmm. And she says, I get my own cum device. Technically, it was crosshairs, but he doesn't appear to need it. <laughs> Awkward. Yep. And then she plays with it. Like kids it's do. It's not a toy. <laughs> oh, copy that. <laughs> um, I like Wrecker is always lifting the gong droid. Well, he's working out. Yeah. He's got to stay big, right? Ord Mantell is where they're going. That's right. Now, Ord Mantell is... Uh, is that where Han ran into a bounty hunter that he talks about in... Uh, Episode five. Five, 
God, I haven't seen five in a long. It's been too long since I've seen episode five. You know, it's funny. We actually took a, a quiz recently about the original trilogy and the prequels. Yeah. And we did pretty good. Yeah. There are only a couple times where we just Seven was uh, disappointingly easy. Seven? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You kept doing it after? Yeah. They're, they've only got to seven. There was only um, one that I missed. Yeah? But, yeah. All the others were pretty pretty easy. Do you remember which one you missed? Yeah. Who stole the Millennium Falcon from Han first? Oh, they mention it very briefly. Yeah. Something Brothers? The Something Brothers? That's not the first. Not the first. Nope. They have Unkar Plot, the who brothers. Stole it from the brothers who stole it from. Duquesne. Stole it from Duquesne. That's who stole right. it from me? Ray says Duquesne. I think. I think. Yeah, who maybe. stole it from me? Who stole well, it from me? you tell him Han Solo stealing back the Millennium Falcon. Yep. Anyway. Johan Solo. This is the Millennium Falcon. The resistance? The rebellion? The rebel general? No, the smuggler. No, the smuggler. Wasn't he a war hero? (laughs) I freaking loved that. Jimmy's like, I don't know. Same thing I always do. Talk my way out of it. (laughs) Yes, I do. Every Every time. Oh, gosh, that was amazing. All right, so they're going to Ord Mantell. Because of Bounty And they say, why can't we... Yeah. Um, So they're going to go to an informant named Sid for help. Who used to help the Jedi. Yes. The Jedi trusted him. And they're all dead. You mean the Jedi who are all dead? It's like, wow, really? That's... (laughs) That's our only option. (laughs) He's got a point. Over the comm. Right. Right. Not a toy. Uh, we got like a planet. The, uh, huh? the structure, the the uh, the city. It's like Tatooine, but scrunched together and higher up. Yeah, there, there's a lot of taller so buildings. There's metal. a there's kind of a circular city. Yeah, that kind of rises up in the middle. If you picture, uh, if you remember Asgard and what that looked like, it's somewhat similar. Yes, you can have like a central palace. Of gold. Yeah, and much more dusty because again, it appears to be like a desert planet. Yep. But as they're walking around, it feels a little bit like Coruscant. It does. Um, because they've got a lot of buildings. It's very suburban. But we've got a lot of graffiti. So I you know, picture the lower levels of Coruscant. But we've got fluorescent lights and stuff going around. Um, but a lot of distinctive signs, which I always appreciate. Because somebody had to design those. And I'm always yes. impressed when they put the extra effort in. Uh, but they go to see Sid, and they walk into, a, is it a bar, or it's a casino. It's a casino. It is. And there's people arguing and stuff, and there's a Trandoshan cleaning some tables. And they're like, oh, well, Sid, Sid, this is Sid's place, but I don't know what he looks like. I've never actually met him. Right. Um, and they say, hey, we're looking for Sid, and the... Alien who was cleaning tables like, no, nope, doesn't ring a bell. You know what's ironic? What? I just uh, so I just looked up under the banner because mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to learn Arabish, which is kind of difficult. Oh wow, nice! But the uh, cantina that they go into uh-huh. is called Sid's. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so them going in and saying, "Oh, there's oh, no never heard of him." It's like the <laughs> bar is literally it's called named Sid's. Sid's. Come. It's like, oh, maybe it's someone else's here. But like, yeah, but then they wouldn't call it Sid's still. 
Right. But yeah, they walk into it. It's it's called Sids. So. Yeah. Okay. And so obviously, I, Omega probably can read. She seems so. quite literate. And so she walks up to the Transocean after the Transocean blows him off and <laughs> says, "You're Sid." <laughs> and she's like, "Ah, oh, you're you're smarter than the other one, aren't you?" Smarter than them. <laughs> and then Omega tells him, "This is Sid." Found him. Um. Do they actually say? Does she say found him? I'm pretty sure she says, I found Sid or something. Yeah, because I think Sid is actually a girl. Yes. Voiced by Rio Perlman. Danny DeVito's wife. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The mom from... The mom uh, from Matilda. Matilda? Yep. That's awesome. I love that. I didn't know that. Yep. That's cool. I heard it and I'm like, no. They got her? Really? And then I you waited to got to the cast and I'm like, eh, yep, there it is. Rio Perlman. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that at all. Anyway, they uh, so they start talking to her like, hey, we need to know who hired this bounty hunter. And so uh, Echo comes over and plugs into her holotable. And she's like, really? Oh, yeah. She no, says, I Omega found Sid. Omega home. <laughs> Omega says, I found Sid. Right. They assumed it was a guy because it was an informant. Yep. and who, what, Whatever reason. Because all the clones are dudes. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, that puts you in a whole level of... Uh, Assumption. Yeah. You know, they're in power and informant, usually you would think they were a guy. We often, you know, we talked about it in The Winter Soldier. People in power are usually assumed to be male. That's yep. what they thought about the power broker. So it's probably the same thing with Sid. Sid owns the cantina, so it's probably a guy, because that's how. That's where we think. Because, you know. Because 80% of the time, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you know, because men are more successful and get stuff done. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, just kidding. Oh, we're going that way I'm just now. kidding. <laughs> oh, really? That's don't, how you want to take this podcast. Don't unsubscribe, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously not. But, I mean, you just look historically, and that's kind of been how it's been. It's changing more nowadays. Yeah. Um, but, eh, we, we still kind of assume... Uh, yeah. In a lot of cases, now in my in my case, I may have assumptions about people, but as soon as I find out those assumptions are wrong, I drop them and it's fine. Yep. Like I don't hold on to my assumptions and be like, no. Like if I if I walk up to a lady in a police station and ask to see an officer, she says, "Well, I'm an officer." I don't go, "No, I want a real officer." <laughs> I say, "Oh, okay, thank you," and I, I move on with my life. And right. people nowadays take it as a slight, as a personal insult, like. Oh, you didn't assume she was an officer? It's like, I don't assume anyone's in an officer unless they're wearing officer uniforms. Yep. If she was like a detective or something and I didn't know, and she has to introduce herself as a detective, then yeah, that's fine. They wear plain clothes, you know, business attire. How would I know? Right? You should know. I should just know. Yeah. Instead of instead of being informed. No. After the fact, I should just automatically know. Yeah. That's what the world wants, but it's not what they're going to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Sid lets him know that, yeah, we can definitely look. Uh, I can find out who hired this mercenary, find out who she is and all that stuff. The mercenary, of course, is Fedek Shand. We, we already know. Uh, but she says, I'll find out if you She's do a job a for me. clone trooper helmet in the back of her room. No. On a mount, yeah. Really? On a mount? <laughs> That'd be awesome. She's also got some kind of a horn thing, Up which here. is pretty exciting. She does. Phase two. Phase two clone. Um, so she lets him know that she needs a job done. She needs them to save 
a Moochie. a female child named Moochie. <laughs> and they're like, ah, we could do that in our sleep. All right, we'll get on our way. This, uh, to freeze them from Zygerian slavers. Zygerians we know from Clone Wars because Anakin had a real nasty experience. Zygerian slime. Yeah, they are a culture built on slavery, uh, which a lot of people say America is. <laughs> yep. But if we look through the history of the world, there wasn't a single country that's been around long enough that hasn't been touched by that evil. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying that's not what we're doing now. Um, so the Zygerians, though, they thrive on it. They enjoy yes. it. They perpetuate it indefinitely. They are very um, of the superior mind. You know, we are superior. And actually, I think that it's more about just power. Like, we have the power. Yep. Like, even if you're smart, like, we're, we can still put you in, uh, in chains. I which have they the do whip. to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. And it's brilliant. You, if, she if whipping the person doesn't, plan. if whipping the person doesn't work, you whip the person next to them, which is totally unfair. But it will, you'll calm everyone down. Yep. You just find the right person to whip. Um, so the Bad Batch takes a shuttle out to the middle of the desert somewhere, and they clock about two dozen hostiles. He says. And they identify the only little girl in the compound. First off, on their way to the desert, Mm -hmm. someone has a headache. Oh, yeah. We're building that up. I saw a picture that says, Wrecker's headache is exactly what you think it is. And I'm like, no, don't tell me that. (laughs) Well, that's just somebody saying it. But yes, it is. We all know that. Yep. We all know it's exactly what we think it is. We're pretty sure Wrecker, with his multiple bumps on the head, is getting his chip activated slowly over time. Yep. It'll be interesting. He may start saying certain phrases. I don't think it'll be as obvious as uh, good soldiers follow orders immediately. But this show isn't being very subtle with its its information, is it? No. Like, Omega's a clone. I thought it was obvious. It's like, oh, well, we were all inferring that. So, okay, yeah, she is. And it's like, oh, his chip is activating. Then next episode, they're going to be like, his chip is activating. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not reading it. We're anything. all like, oh, we're super smart. And then it's like, like no, we No, duh. we've been, ob- it's we've been, been obvious. obviously throwing that in your face. Like, like, yeah, oh, it's dang. very blatant. There's very few things in here. I that are love not. the conversation that uh, Omega has when she's asking about slaves. She's like, because I think it's interesting that the clones, yeah. as you know, Echo explains it to her. Because like, there's a lot of correlation you could say about the clones being slaves, which one yep. of them actually says, you know, we are, we're slaves fighting someone else's war. Yeah, it's been said before, and so. They're, you know, in a lot of ways, they're not wrong. They don't have a choice. They're treated like property. Mm-hmm. Their souls. This is where we see a lot of these correlations between, uh, well, not correlation, but we see a lot of the problems, the moral and ethical questions of having a clone army versus a droid army. Oh, yeah. Is because if you breed somebody to serve you, <laughs> they're slaves. It is slavery. I would they're absolutely bought, say the separatists were more moral. By using droids. By using droids. Yes. Now I, you can I, go in and talk about droids have sentience. But uh, no. At this point, 
there is no such thing as artificial intelligence, even in Star Wars. And, from what we understand, they've outlawed it, giving droids higher function because of the ethical and moral questions. Mm. You're creating life that can be erased in an instant. Yeah. With with no violence. Yeah, um, sure. So, because of those moral and ethical dilemmas, they've outlawed artificial intelligence. Some droids operate independently, like the IG series droids. And the uh, battle droids actually droids. became independent. Yeah. I think when it hit Clone Wars is when they stopped being on the same... Because they talk about that in the desert. They see one that's oh. abandoned. It's, they're with Grievous? Yeah, they're stranded in one of the episodes, and they see one of the uh, older droids... Um, powered down and they talk about it like oh yeah this was from s- this certain droid this is back before they this had this is back before we had our own like it the individual. Geonosis episode with it wasn't with Grievous it was with Poggle the Lesser going towards the uh, droid factory I know there was one that I, I know back there was, to the hive with the zombies was it with Poggle I thought I Grievous was there no okay I'm pretty sure because there's one where there. Grievous was there that was the episode with Cut and droids were powering down and getting lost and stuff. Yeah. And, and they, and that, so I kind of equate those two episodes that, very yeah, close that's, to each that's other. That's the one when they talk about how they are now on their own circuit. Right. It's not like it's a high mind. The droid uh, control ship yes. in episode one being destroyed revealed the fatal flaw in the connectivity and the yes. reliance on the central processor exactly. of the droid control ship. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, you know, there's that moral question of, you know, creating life to die for you and serve you, and that's it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah it's uh, got some, uh, at which I want to say, uh, you know, now I think about it, I don't know, do they, I wonder, do they address that? No, they only address how it's expensive in the Clone Wars to continue producing Those clones. Those are expensive. They don't talk about um, the ethical They side. never do. It's always about money, which is yep. uh, probably a commentary yeah. on uh, on war in general from George Lucas, just saying, like, we're not even talking about the lives. We're just talking about them in terms of dollars, Yep, dollar amounts, which unfortunately is what it comes down to when you get high enough in a military operation. Eventually, that is what it comes down to because you yeah. can't track millions of soldiers individually no. you have to weigh it by okay what's this going to cost us what's the what is this action going to do what how's it going to affect our continued survival and existence <laughs> in the yeah. long run and in most cases that refers to dollar amounts yep which is sad it is um well anyway the bad batch walked right into a trap yeah <laughs> there's a creepy monster yep uh, it's we've seen those before, right? Uh, Weren't so. the Zygerians that that rode those things? Yes, in the episode of Cloners. Okay. Yes. So Bad Batch, they get captured. This creature chases them out. They get surrounded. They get uh, electronetted. I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, well, luckily sent back to the ship though. Right. Hunter does but not come. does she not go back? Does she see them or? She, the uh, Oh, the Zygerians come, come and that's right. She sees ship. them later. Um, but we cut back to Sid and she's talking to someone speaking Hatties. Uh, did you are I could I could automatically tell it was a 
Twi'lek. Ah, uh, yeah, which you know tells you exactly who it is. Yeah, the speeding speeding Huntees is a Twi'lek. I'm like, oh, oh, it's Bib. He's like Big Fortuna. <laughs> He's looking kind of skinny. That'd be weird. Yeah. And this episode, unfortunately, did have a couple of uh, promo shots and things that showed the Rancor um, in the thumbnails. And so I was like, oh, oh bummer. Oh. <laughs> you guys totally spoiled it for me. That sucks. Oh. Or maybe I saw him on YouTube or something mm. throughout the day. But that was, that was kind of frustrating. It was great, though. I was on vacation. I wasn't around anybody. Nobody stopped me from watching it. Still didn't watch it till Saturday. Wow. <laughs> Oh, we we did a lot of things on Friday. It was a rough day. <laughs> it was a very rough day. Well, you know, <laughs> some people have priorities in their family, and others have you know Star Wars where it needs to be in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, ben is the only one who has watched it with me, actually. Oh, really? Yeah, the other kids haven't watched this episode yet. Um. How about your girls? They still don't watch it. No. Yeah. They're they're too young. How about Teddy? No, she doesn't have any interest. Yeah. My kids like to do it, but I think it's more because it's an excuse to watch TV. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, Daddy, we'll watch TV with you. <laughs> right. Can we watch more TV? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Sid's speaking to the Twi'lek. Big Fortuna. They they seem to try to hide the fact that he was a Twi'lek, but it was ah. really obvious. I mean, if you stared at Star Wars characters long enough, like you can tell what what creatures they are. Yeah. From very little. Yeah. Um, even see skin the, patterns, you could. You tell know, we see were. the tendril around the neck. Around the like, neck, and then the one coming down behind them. Yep. Right. Oh, yep. Oh, right. it's not a only is that a Twi'lek, but uh, it's big. Yeah, it's got to be big. Yeah. So, uh, then we cut to Omega back on the ship as Igerians find She's it. Making a bad batcher, the uh, clone trooper doll that she stole. Yeah, you like how that's um, kind of brushed over yeah. and glossed over. She's like, whatever. Yeah, she <laughs> stole like, that. You, you took that. Uh, <laughs> that's it's, not uh, cool. Bad Batcher now. She painted it, so now it looks yeah. like them. Yep, which is cool. Yeah. Kids like analogs of characters. Yep. I like how the Gondroid hides. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just, he just powers pulls, down. He pulls his legs up. He's like, <laughs> and then she's got a little escape hatch in the back off yeah. of that gunner's turret. And then these Zygerians, they have some cool weapons on their arms. They have very cool weapons. They, they have a very unique technology style, which I think yeah. is neat. It's different than most of the rest of the galaxy, uh-huh. which I think is one of those things where they developed in parallel with the galaxy instead of because mm. of it. Yeah. So they have a different... Uh, this is just slightly, slight variations on the technologies we've seen. Yeah, their arm and so, like bow and arrow thing is so cool. Yeah, it is. So Omega follows these Zagarians back to the Bad Batch where they're being held. Yes. Um, the Zagarians have these shock collars that they're able to keep everybody in check with pretty easily. I worried about that with Wrecker's chip. Yeah, if it was going to fry him into... Uh, into activation. Obedience. Every time I see, you know, his head hurts, or every time I see an electromagnetic something or other happen to Wrecker, like, yeah. is this what activates it? And how are they not having this conversation? Like, I I know in the episodes they're only 20 minutes long and stuff, but time is passing between the episodes. Why are they never addressing this? That, yeah. Oh, man, his he keeps saying his head hurts, and Omega goes, hmm, 
You know, that's interesting. He's actually holding his place where the chip is. You know, since we just had Crosshairs betray, betray us, maybe that's something we should get a look at. Maybe the chip is something we should look at removing as soon as we find out about it. <laughs> How is that scanner going, Tech? Yeah. We had two episodes to get exactly. that thing done, and we have nothing. Nothing at all. He hasn't done a squat on it in this episode. <laughs> Slacker. Uh, so anyway, the Bad Batch is there with the other people that have been captured. Yeah, Wrecker. Including uh, the little girl. Wrecker uh, says, you know, relax, Moochie, we're going to get you out. You know, consoling the little girl. Unfortunately, they don't speak basic, so no. it's going to be hard to communicate. <laughs> I love how they're like, all right, Tech, what are the odds of getting out of here? He's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you mean you don't know? And he goes off about it. He's like, well, we've never done this before, so I have nothing to base it off of. I have no idea how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah, we've never tried to rescue a little girl from Zygarian Cybers before. This is this is new. <laughs> like, well, we got to get to our gear so we can contact Omega. Yes, before the scouts find her. And then they go, oh, we won't need the cops to communicate with her. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, there she is. Oh, look, there she is. And so she starts... Uh, so then we get the head Zygarian come in. I like the design of these Zygarians. Yeah. They're very unique. Very they are. Fun. It's like, I'm trying to figure out kind of what they are. It's they're, they're almost like a wolf. They look like, like wolf, they've got fur. but they've got cat-like features, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then their ears are just totally unique. Yeah, they're very interesting them. ears. If you haven't seen them before, look up Zygarians. Z-Y-G-G-E-R-I-A-N-S, I think. Um, it might only be one G, but they, they look like cool the, if you uh, haven't seen them before. The top of their ears look kind of like horns. They've got the yeah, the loops, but then so they have like, like a, a rough flat behind top. it. Yeah, yeah, and then then they're covered in fur, including their ears and stuff, which is cool. They look so cool. Like they weren't bad. Great designs. If Great we could get a Zygarian Jedi, uh, which we actually have in uh, Galaxy of Heroes, the what? game. The what are they called? Jedi. Some, they have their yellow lightsabers, double sided. That is a female Zygerian. Oh. Cool. They're, they're not temple guards, are they? No. Okay. I don't think so. I'm gonna check right now. Oh, okay. Well, you do that. Um, well, anyway, they did. They do get a signal to her that hey, if if we had our gear, this yeah, if we had our gear, going totally different. <laughs> And so Omega gets the hint. Okay, I'm going to go get your gear. Oh, okay, gear, got it. So she uh, starts making her way over. She does knock down a rock, which uh, draws attention to her position. But then Wrecker's pretty quick thinking, honestly. he Of all the people to be quick thinking, Wrecker's usually not the one we uh, uh, ascribe to that particular trait. No, a Jedi Knight Guardian. Oh, Yep, she is a Zygerian. Oh, yeah. What the heck? Yep. That's insane, dude. What, which is interesting, because we have never seen this. How have like, I not noticed that? <laughs> we, we've never seen this in the show at all. A Zygerian Jedi. Yeah. No, it makes sense that there would be some. That it's, it's very possible, because when you think about a culture that lives off of slavery, there's got to be a few dissidents who, especially when you're talking about entire planets, there's going to be dissidents who don't agree with the regime or with the direction that the planet is going. 
I think that's probably one of the biggest inconsistencies in Star Wars to real life is that you have an entire planet that's totally unified for one thing. I think Mandalore was the closest we ever came to a true experience on what an actual political situation in Star Wars would look like. You would have the peaceful people, but then you would also have warriors. Yep. And if you had slavers, you'd also have anti-slavers. I mean, it's it's just logical. But Star Wars doesn't always want to talk about that particular fight, because that would be on every planet, and it would yeah. all be the same fight. Yeah. So well, they Anyway, they tend these to guys, you know, the head slaver, which I guess we don't know his name. No, I don't. Uh, I says don't that uh, with the <laughs> Republic gone, they could return to Kadavo and basically build their empire back up. Which I don't know if we've seen this guy before, because I'm trying to remember which Zygerians we've seen. Have we seen one that was missing an eye? I don't know. Because there was the one who was like the second in command under the queen that kind of betrayed her. Yep. Huh. I, I don't know if you know we've seen this guy before. I don't know. It's it's possible we have, but he didn't make a big impression. Obviously not for me. Honestly, the the queen was the only one who left any impression for me, because she 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 seemed so matter of fact about it. Yeah. So weird. Oh. Well. Okay, so... If you do not comply, the person next to you will pay the price. Yeah. They really got the uh, beatings down. Oh, no, they they definitely can manipulate people through fear and through pain and punishment. Yep. Um, anyway, Wrecker, quick thinking to save Echo, kicks up a rock, <laughs> like breaks a piece of rock off, again, showing he's a super-powered individual, and kicks it and knocks over one of the slavers. <laughs> yeah. And then, so he, he gets a talking to real quick. Um, and then they capture, they uh, end up capturing Omega. She finds a creature inside of a giant cage. Yeah, so she goes and if she needs open. a distraction, creatures are always a great distraction. Let's get this thing straight. I need a distraction. And you're it. <laughs> yep. Whether it's a Rancor or whether it's Maul. Distractions are plenty in yep. the Star Wars universe. Now, this is... So they show the chain hanging from the whatever Rancor's creature's neck. inside there. Yes. And it's... I, I, I kind of knew it was a Rancor already. I'm like, oh, the Rancor in Jabba's Palace also had the exact same uh, collar around its neck with partial chain. Right? I uh, also haven't seen six. <laughs> too long. Alrighty. Sounds good. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to look at the Rangor and Jabba Palace. Just look for an image. I'm not interested in having this debate yet. I just need to see it. Okay, so not around its neck. It's around its one of its hands. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Now. I knew there was a, a chain, chain somewhere. dangled somewhere. Um, so it looked very similar, so I, I figured this what it was. But, um, she releases, she gets the lock off right as they capture her and yes. say, what were you doing around that cage? She's like, you were sneaking, I caught her sneaking. She's like, I wasn't sneaking, sneaking. I was unlocking. Unlocking, and holds up the, the lock. The lock to the door, <laughs> and they're like, oh crap. Oh no. 
And sure enough, uh, the raker busts out, and they run over to the little girl that they found earlier and say, come on, Moochie, it's time to it's go. Okay, and Moochie, we're going to get her you Her dad is there, and he says, no, she's a not a Moochie. And Fali, Moochie. Moochie points at the rancor like, what? Like, oh. Okay. The rancor is Moochie? That would have been nice to know. Uh, of course, Tech does speak Faline. Of course. Well, he's got the translator on his goggles that we saw in Clone Wars. That's right. So he can translate it, which is really cool. Good point. Uh, We do see Moochie running around, going on a quote-unquote rampage, basically just being chased by some speeder bikes. (laughs) Yeah. Getting hit with laser bolts occasionally, which its hide is extremely important. Which, I just got to say, we we talked about... I I just Now I feel I have to talk about Echo's armor every single time. Oh, yeah? Because we (laughs) see new things every time. We see how the helmet works... The bottom part of the helmet opens up, but it's still attached. Uh-huh. When he puts it on, then it secures uh, to his neck. Oh, it's got a little flap. Yeah, right there. here okay. when they throw um, his armor, you watch him put his helmet on, and you see it close down. Oh, it's that's like, so awesome. Oh, that's how. You know, people are like, how does that work? Yeah, the back opens up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, it does. It just pushes yeah. out a little bit. And, and so when he puts it on, it, it just boop. Ah, interesting. It's uh, like Kylo Ren's helmet does. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. How the like front this. little piece comes up for Re- Echo is just on the back. Yep. All the little servos and things that would be required for this stuff. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Really <laughs> Great though. storytelling stuff. So they're going to take the Falin people with them. Yes. I like how uh, and Hunter, you, you see Hunter try to, you know, track him. He starts tracking him. You know, he grabs the dirt. And then, you know, you hear Moochie roaring, and so he like looks yeah, up exactly. and points. Oh, it's over like, there. Oh, never mind. There Great tracking <laughs> skills there, Hunter. <laughs> well, he didn't have to do much. Um, but Omega and Echo will take the Faline to safety. Everyone else, go, get, go get Moochie. Moochie. <laughs> uh, Moochie's running around. They Sigurians are flying. Yeah, they're flying. They're up on towers, ready to shoot at Moochie. He's taken out a lot of them, just knocking them down. I'm curious as to how they caught Moochie the first time, because obviously... Yeah, they're not very good at it the second time. Yeah, (laughs) And of course, Moochie's had time to... uh, um, Stew. Stew, and uh, dodge the net, which seems to be what they... What they probably used to catch in the first time, honestly. Um, But they missed. Yeah, they missed on that charge, so they aim again. But he rammed the tower that the Zykurian's on and knocks him down all the yes. way. Yes, and he definitely did not survive. No, <laughs> he fell behind rocks. Yes, that on in, in a cartoon that's a telltale. That's, uh, dead. He, they didn't make it. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, they also could have used this uh, Breezerk because it seems pretty good. It's uh, yep. It takes out Moochie and. Only because Wrecker jumps in that uh, they don't recapture Moochie. Yeah. Because the yeah. Breezer goes after Moochie, and then we have the Battle of the Two Leaders. Oh, gosh, that was such a good battle. And he calls Hunter a scug. Yeah. I think that was a thing we heard in yes. the Clone Wars episode with the Zygarians. They frequently called them a scug. Yeah. <laughs> for slave, and, you know they start fighting, and uh, the Zygerian wraps the whip around uh, Hunter's arm, 
And starts zapping him. Starts zapping so him. He and loses knife. the knife and then adapts and just and then grabs he just it. totally like okay no now I'm used and to it. And now we're done. Yeah. <laughs> and he grabs the whip away. Oh yeah, it was so and just kick butt. Punches his Igerian and he's out. He's <laughs> That's it. knocked out. Omega finds a bow and arrow, which is awesome. Yeah, she does. Uh, I wanted to see her use it. Yeah, me too. It might be one of those things she saves for later. Yeah, we'll see it in a second. Yeah, you know, a couple episodes. Yeah, hopefully. Oh, when she activates it, it looks so cool. Yeah, it looks great. She's like, oh, turn off, turn off. And then freaking, this is the best part, is that uh, the Rancor fights the flying creature. Yeah, the Brazor. Yeah. And then Tech, and he totally beats him. And the, oh, yeah. And the creature just flies away. What do they call the end? The, the Breezerk. Breezerk. It's a Breezerk. Ugh. Um, but then Tech tells him, oh yeah, you gotta challenge him for dominance. The Breezak. Sorry, yeah. Breezak. Yeah. It's so freaking... It responds to... It <laughs> adheres to a social hierarchy. Yep. You Show have it to def- your boss. <laughs> and yep. freaking... He fights a freaking Rancor. Rancor's like, I can do that. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> <laughs> he freaking wrestles a rancor. He starts fighting a rancor. Now, granted, as they it's say, a baby. it's an adolescent is what yeah. they, is the word they use. Um, well, we know the size of a big one, so I'm like, this one's it a baby. It feels like a baby. Yeah. This one's a baby. Yeah. Even though he does say adolescent, like it's it's a baby. So Regular freaking battles it. Battles a rancor, which is so cool, you know. You think we'll see the uh, Faline girl again? Um, I, I wouldn't anticipate so. I think it'd be kind of cool. She comes up to be like a freedom fighter or something. That would be cool. Like joins the rebels or something. Yeah. That would be awesome. But anyway, the Feline get away and then uh, Tech and Omega make it back and they're like, you know, Wrecker's still at it. And yeah. They, how long has like he been at this? Punching each other. Too long. He's losing his touch. Like. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's and like fighting like a drunk dude. Yeah, just like they're both takes just a few seconds between each swipe. Like, come on, Moochie, let's go! Like dodging easily, and <laughs> come on, and yeah. then they both just collapse. <laughs> yep, and I really don't care if it's a baby rancor, just to be able to stand up physically to a rancor that's is impressive. Yeah. Because we saw what they, <laughs> it did to the Zygerians. Oh, yeah. It didn't even... It, from the looks it. of it, Zygerians don't really fight. No, they use their technology to they, dominate. They whip and they stun. Hand-to-hand combat's not their forte. No. No, they, they prefer the unfair fight. Yes. So. Anyway. Uh, yeah, then they... So they come back and Omega's riding it. Right in the Rancor. Yes. Which is awesome. That, this was the to, uh, thumbnail I saw. Um, uh, Sid talking to Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Oh, it's Jabba's right hand man. Because nobody's going, ah, Bib Fortuna. Yep. Like, she doesn't say that. She says, ah, Jabba's right hand man. I've been graced with now, Jabba's right hand man. What is man? that horn on her desk? I really need to know. I don't what know. That I'm pretty is. sure that the Abantha is what's on the back of her chair, though. Yeah. That's like a Bantha hide. Okay. So could be anything though. Could be a bantha horn. I like to think it's a I wonder a if it's horn. a it's a yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Kind of like a reek horn. But it would just be the very tip cuz those horns are huge. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, 
So she just has her little banter with Bib Fortuna. I'm like, come on, I always get it. I'll blah, deliver. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, and she's doing the Han share. Solo thing. Yep. Bib, relax. I always deliver on my See, promises. Bib, all is well. Like, we're good. Now, pay me. <laughs> yeah. Tell Chaba to be patient. Got a couple of Gamorreans with him as well. Yep. And these Not are the, the ones classic leg day. <laughs> yeah, they're no, the these legit are the, ones. These are the monster, big old fat ones. Yes. So, but Moochie's Moochie's our friend now, and Bib Fortuna comes out of Sids and sees Moochie and he starts freaking out like <gasps> Moochie, Hutties, 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 speaking Hutties. <laughs> solo. <laughs> but uh, she says, hey, we, we want payment. And so Bib hand, uh, commands one of the Gavorians to give her her payments in three little suitcases of credits. Yep. Which I think she skimmed a little more off of their, <laughs> off of their part than was necessary, be my guess. Yeah. But, you know, she does what she wants. Yeah. She's a trend ocean, and uh, they're known for... Deceit. Deceit and cheating. But the Jedi did use her. I think it was because it was a mutually beneficial... Oh, absolutely. She helped them because they helped her. They, they probably did paid. jobs for her. Or did jobs. And she gave them information. Yeah. Uh, then she, they say, hey... We had a deal. She says, all right, come on in. And she shows him it's Fennec Shand. Yep. Tells him her name. And they say, who hired her? Unknown. Unknown. My sources in the guild say she's working on direct commission, just like we've seen Mando do. Yep. Um, so she was hired. It's not strictly through the guild, so. And... If someone like her chasing after you, you're going to need two things. Friends, friends and, and money. money. Emphasis on money. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not swimming in either at the moment. <laughs> I don't have many friends well, and they're poor. Well, it's a good thing you met me. So she hands him what seems to be about a third of the yep. commission. My guess is she probably took a few out because she did say 70-30. Yes. Um, and if they were in three suitcases, you would assume there would be about 33%. So she's probably grabbed a few credits probably the top. I couldn't tell with if those were imperial credits they look like republic credits to me they they did yeah to me also they were the silver credits republic uh, it's it's hard to tell what they are yeah but imperial credits aren't too different um, they're usually a little bit thicker though yeah um, Sid mentions that uh, having Fennec after them makes her think she, they might be pretty valuable. Yep. And that's when Hunter turns back and probably considers, am I going to have to kill her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, that'd be that's what going I would through think. my head. Oh, right well, then. she now knows. Oh, and... okay. Well, but she says, hey, I'm good at keeping secrets. It's like, well, she'd have to be. Yeah. Um, for the Jedi to at least trust her enough to use her as an informant. Yeah. But we'll see. Because <laughs> that's it. And that's the episode. Yeah. Not too bad. Right there. Not short, but definitely uh, Not long enough. Um, So the big debate is is whether or not Moochie is the Rancor in Jabba's Palace. Uh, It depends on how fast the Rancor age. Yes, because we are 
Ooh, how how long? Twenty years. Thirty-five. Thirty years. Thirty years away. Yep. So it'd have to grow up pretty quick. I mean, it's very possible that Java had more rancors than oh, yeah. just the one. Oh yeah. But that would have just been his biggest one, his prized rancor. Um, and from what I understand is the rancor in Java's palace that we see in episode six does have a name. Um, oh, come on. What is it? It starts with a P, Pat Patissa? Oh, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure Aftermath tells us it. Right. Uh, yep, Patissa is the name of the Rancor. And it was a male Rancor. Patissa was uh, the Hutti's word for friend. Huh. Um, owned by Jabba the Hutt, taken care of by Malikili. Kimaka. Malikili Kimaka. Uh, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Patisa was killed by, uh, brutally murdered. Murdered. By Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. Senselessly murdered. Senselessly murdered. Why couldn't he have just sat back and gotten eaten? Come on, people. The Gamorrean guard did. Yeah, like a good little sacrifice. <laughs> exactly. Gosh. Luke was like, no, i got a destiny to fulfill. Yeah, I'm a Skywalker. Oh, I'm a da, 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 da. Like I'm my father before me. <laughs> I'm going to throw a rock at this and smash you. <laughs> Rancor lives matter. <laughs> Sheesh, at least fight fair. <laughs> right? Yeah, come on, fight fair, Rancor Luke. Rancor lives matter. <laughs> well, it's, no, it's, it's more like the people who say, like, dogs are on the same level as humans is like no I listened to uh, one guy on YouTube his name is Simon Whistler and there was one episode of one of his videos he does thousands of videos uh -huh. uh, multiples every day oh jeez um, on different channels and one time he said I would sacrifice every dog in the world to save one human life and people went after him hardcore for it. Oh, he's really? Like, and he said, because human lives, one human life is more valuable than the lives of every dog on the planet. And I'm like, oh, okay. Trigger. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty That's pretty hefty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it just reminded me of, uh, of what we were doing with the Rancor. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Luke, just die. Just end your life so that the Rancor can have a second snack. Exactly. <laughs> Not even, not even his daily snack. I not think even, probably not doesn't get to eat much. You know, it's only if it's a disgruntled dancer or you know the occasional Cameron guard that falls in. <laughs> exactly, it's just terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh! They actually did so, a yeah. little feature on uh, the guy who was the trainer in mm. Aftermath. Malikuli. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? He's wandering in the deserts of Tatooine because he's... He has no purpose. He, he's a games master. He's just, With he's no game. Terrible. And he runs into Cobb Banth. Cobb yeah? Banth saves him and says, we're uh, starting up a little bit of uh, you know government over here. You want to come? Sure. Huh. He's actually the one that... I'm pretty sure he's the one that talks to the Tusken Raiders because they form an alliance... The Tuscan Raiders and Cobb Vance town in Aftermath. <sighs> they form an alliance in order to fight off the pirates, you know, people who are just coming to take whatever they right. want. The mining guild. Yeah, basically. 
See, that's the problem with a lot of these shows is they're totally rewriting all the history of these yeah. books. Which actually is turning me off of reading the books. Pretty hardcore. <laughs> why, yeah, why read the book? If it's, if it's just, if it doesn't matter, if it's not going to be real. That's why you read what, you know, like the older, the uh, New Republic, what's it called? I don't know. High Republic. The High Republic. That's oh, no, as soon as they come out with movies for that, they'll rewrite it. Yeah, that's true. Just give me the old public. Yeah, that's what we want. We want the older public. They gave us the higher public, and now everyone's unhappy. Yeah, but I hear the older public is coming. A game. Yeah. Yep, I've heard that Just on give, mobile. Give it to me. On mobile. Yeah, I heard it was going to be available on mobile. Mm. I know the old, the other two old ones are available. Oh, maybe that's what As is about. Lego Star Wars. Yeah. For free. What? Lego oh, Star Wars is free. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing it. That's my thing. It's a little bit more difficult <laughs> than a controller, but still. I imagine. <laughs> so fun. I might have to get it on the tablet. That sounds fun. It was. It, it is fun. I think it's fun. Ah, it's so great. Anyway. Alrighty. Well, that's it for the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. We're down to one episode a week. Things are getting a little hectic with work and yeah. life and everything. Um, yeah, I got a baby coming in two weeks. Yes, you do. And in two weeks, I will also not, I will be out of town again, but I will be out of town on a Tuesday. So we'll have to skip that week. Yep. Um, that'll be, all right, it, not next week, but the week after, <laughs> which is right. about right on time for you. Yep. Let's see. Next week is my brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. And then the next week is baby. Yep. Both Thursdays. Both are Thursdays. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. It's great to be able to plan these things. Best time to have a baby is Thursday. We're actually getting induced. Because then you get Friday off. I get Thursday and Friday (laughs) off, then Saturday, Sunday. And by off, I mean getting to go to the hospital. I get to sit in the hospital. (laughs) I slept in the hospital all the time. Yeah. Uh, It's every time I sit down. If I sit down, my body goes, Oh, Oh, it's sleep time? Time to sleep. That's why at work I've got to sit in the truck and eat lunch. And I've either, either got to be eating or I've got to be working in my notebook or something. If I just sit there and like listen to a show or listen to You're music, out. I'll fall asleep every time. Oh, man. It's bad. <laughs> Not as bad as the bad badge. Not as bad. Speaking of, let's take it. Let's have you take us out. Alrighty. Well, those of you, raise your own little nerds. Sometimes struggles. We're going to come up with one of these. <laughs> We're going to write uh, it down one of these once days. A, one of these days, I'll think of it. <laughs> oh, they have their struggles. They yes. have their quirks. But when it comes to kids, there's no such thing as a bad batch. No, there is not. <laughs> Partially bad. Just, just occasionally Defective. bad. Defective. Just making bad decisions. Exactly. <laughs> awesome (laughs) well you guys have a good one and we will catch you next next week week for episode six yep and uh halfway that's a half no no there's a halfway point oh boy (laughs) yep and then when i get back uh for my next little vacay i'm gonna be we're gonna have uh loki to talk about yes because that's next week is it really next wednesday june 9th Loki comes out, so okay. Yeah, but it's Wednesday, so we we skip it. 
Of course. So Bad Batch was the best. We'll, it was we'll that see Tuesday. if next week we can talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, we'll, okay. we'll we'll get you next week. Sorry, we didn't have time today to talk about uh, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier late. finale. Uh, we ran out of time. Both Tanya and I were sitting there, and Tanya's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go to the store." I'm like, okay. And then uh, she calls me. Are you podcasting tonight? I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> Yes. That's all right. It worked out. We just got home yesterday. We're still not even unpacked all the way. Hey, you know what? That's the worst part about being an adult. <laughs> you go on vacation. You come home. Kids go to bed, and someone's got to unpack. Way more work. It's like you're do. you're not even close to going to bed. It's not time. So it's like we've always just just put what needs to go in the fridge, and we'll worry about everything else later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's actually what we did when we got home. And then this morning I was salvaging whatever I needed to take to work. <laughs> uh, power cables and my speaker and stuff so I could listen to music while I'm by myself. There you go. Yep. Anyway, you guys have a great one. We already yep. closed this out. So we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, and just one last time, sorry to Falcon and Winter Soldier. We uh, didn't have time for you. ran out of time. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> See ya.